0: Welcome to Extra Points. Now, here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damaschek. All right,
1: welcome to the Extra Points podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Joel Solomon. Spaghetti meatballs is in the air. He's actually moving to L.A. He's taking the plunge. And, of course, co-hosting with me this day and every day like this, I didn't, I didn't really want to do the Friday after the Cowboys-Bucks game, but the schedule and Labor Day made it. So,
0: Dave Damashek, my good, good pal. What's happening, Chick? Well, Sal, I, you know, I remain over the moon because football is upon us. My heart goes out to you, though. A moral victory for as much as that counts in pro football. In our league, they say there are no moral victories. I mm. feel like uh, Cowboys fans, though, are bucking that and saying, hey, the future is bright after what I saw at the world champs, uh, you know, pirate ship slash stadium on Thursday night.
1: Yeah, well, we'll go over it. And uh, again, you're right. It was all about football returning. Right. So I couldn't get the, the get over that glorious uh, the, that notion that we are back after all these dead months. Uh, you know, basketball could go 15 months a year. That's fine. But football near yeah, thank and dear you. to my
0: heart. Thank you, baseball. You, you've yeah. served a grateful nation. Your purpose has uh, has been rendered, and uh, and we'll see you next year. You were a decent opening
1: comic for uh, Andrew Dice Clay, mm-hmm. and that's the Dallas Cowboys, the Andrew Dice Clay. But, you know, I'm like, oh, it's great to have football back, and then it's like, oh, it all comes down to kickers and refs. I forgot about this. Now, I'm not going to cry about it. We lose 31-29. I am amongst those who see the silver lining Of course you should win a game where you win the turnover battle four to one. That's uh, indefensible, but saw a lot of good things. And if it's all about winning the division, Shaq, I don't see this team that's going to score 30 or more a game. Really? Like, it'd be weird if they don't score 30 or more. Uh, I don't see them going worse than nine and eight, which should be plenty to win that NFC East. Don't you feel that way?
0: I feel like uh, this is a phenomenon. I thought about this about like somewhere in the second quarter uh, watching the game, that one of the funny little um, sp- spots in the football season is the Thursday night game because it's it's the only evidence we have. You wash off the stink of the nonsense of August that has no relevance in right. the regular season. But now we're in the regular season, and the speed is different, and the import is, is apparent. Um, immediately, you feel the intensity. But we've only seen two of the 32 teams and so we tend to overreact to what we just saw of course on that like now everything is about it this translates into the whole of uh of what we're going to see in week one and all season it's offense 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 it is so tilted in favor of these offenses you know remember the Buccaneers have a really good defense and I think Dak and that passing game looked uh Look like it's going to be a handful all season long, but so too is just about every other offense. That's mm-hmm. my takeaway is. man, these it's hard to do badly in fantasy football at least. I think mm-hmm. who, who's the big winner? People who play fantasy because everybody's going to feel like uh, a million bucks watching whoever they have in fantasy.
1: Not if you have Mike Evans dropping passes mm-hmm. left and right, but I, I get it. I get what you're saying, but I don't, I don't sense that without having seen them, that the Washington football team is going to score 30. Obviously they could do it on defense, uh, Philadelphia. The, I don't know. I was just looking at, I look at this Tampa team and I'm like, okay, they're probably only going to get better. Right. I, they they look bad yesterday compared to what we were used to. Um, Is anyone in the NFC East going to beat them? So I I don't feel like, it's not like we lost the the Thursday night game or the Sunday night game at MetLife against the Giants. And like, oh, now we're one game in the back in the division. We got some catching up to do. You know, individual-wise, you're right. It was offense. Dak, phenomenal game. I thought for just coming back, just the fact that I got nervous when Tampa punted and... First down at the two for Dallas. I'm like, how are they going to dig out? And he just right away long pass, 42 for 58, 403. I know you have him as
0: a, a fantasy quarterback. You got to be happy with Dak's performance there. I mean, I I think there was a lot to like all over the place for the Cowboys. I I do caution against moral victories in uh, that stinking thinking, you know, what are you a Browns fan? This is, I know, but, but
1: everywhere, everything was about, well, that, how who even knows if Dak is ready to be quarterback? Like, all right. No, I, think I that agree. Was, that was answered. That, that was their big, obviously other problem. Well, I didn't ask that question.
0: Defense. Your friend Simmons asked that question at the draft <laughs> the other my night. my best friend. Not Shaq, friend. you Shaq, you going with, you going with the Dak Prescott. The guy hasn't played like, yeah, that's who I'm going with. He has uh, Amari Cooper and CD lamb and everybody else. The concern, I guess mild, <laughs> Is Zeke Elliott going forward? But uh, Idamic and Sue and Vita Vea and I'll pat myself on the back one game in. I told you that guy is a moose. That he was is, ridiculous. What, it what, is crazy. You saw it, and I—I I, I mean, I'll, I'll self-validate after one game of um, of uh, evidence. He is right up there for the most dominant player in the NFL, even though he hasn't played a ton. But man, yeah. if he if he's in there all season long. I mean, now already every team that plays them is immediately two-dimensional. you yeah, can't is it the, Saquon can't run Barkley the ball thing? on them. Is it what? the
1: same thing we have with Saquon Barkley, like a 2,000-yard back, but he just runs too hard? He plays too hard for the game? Like, Vitovae might just be one of those guys who can't play a full season because he is uh, at maximum truck speed every, all the time, right? I
0: guess so, but he's also one of those guys who I, I kind of like. I like the people who are naturally just powerful giants not he's not inflating his body by eating too much or uh, taking whatever else would get you to that spaghetti that's another dig on you i I, I don't know you can't it is spaghetti spaghetti's like this spaghetti's like eating and lifting weights that's all there is to do in the mother pen yeah that's all you can do in there um vita vea doesn't need any of that stuff he's he's like bo jackson like i'm work out do you see me i don't need to work out i'm just gonna show up uh, let me know what time the game kicks off. He's awesome. Um, obviously, the Bucks are, but we must celebrate, Sal. I know it's crazy, and I know it's vaguely annoying that I would do this. I it's not uh, doesn't make me happy that Tom Brady is as dominant as he is. But I was thinking about it last night, and there's weird. So We've not mentioned ways. Brady. How crazy is that? We didn't mention Brady uh, ele- nine minutes in. We I mean, Brady what the, the hell? Time. It is. Yeah. We we don't marvel enough at stuff when we're in the. Mo- it should feel um, more special that we're witnessing this. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Brady's that. Brady versus Dak. Whoa, this is a shootout. Fun first game, huh? Like, he's like, hey, that guy's 44 years old. What in hell? Yeah. I-, I was thinking about it in, in these terms, because uh, 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 not to invoke 9 11 glibly, but. You know, you and me, Sal, we sat, we went down to New Orleans. It was ill advised for Dave Damashek to go because uh, Drew Bledsoe, who took over for Tom Brady in the AFC title game in Heinz Field in January of aught two, um, beat the Steelers, the heavily favored Steelers. That should have been a signal. It was a clear signal from the football gods, Dave. Mm. You have your tickets to New Orleans. It's going to be a great time to go to the Super Bowl with the gang. We we uh, we were all sitting there. It was going to be a great time, but it was wrong for me to attend that Super Bowl once the Steelers were eliminated and uh, the football gods put food sickness via a nasty oyster, um, yeah. to, to, to let me know that that was a, the wrong move. Well, we of the sat there. things I've ever seen. So, yeah, yeah, I know. You you cousin Sal breaking down the door in the hotel bathroom to watch me throw up. What the, what you know? It's good. I'd never seen it before. Yeah, it was, it was a weird behavior, but either way, that was January of aught two. Tom Brady was the quarterback, as I you know. know, gets the MVP. Shouldn't have been the MVP of I that know. Super it's Bowl, stupid. but other way he's, he is, that's his, what is he at that point? Two years into his career? Is he in yeah. his second year, whatever the next year, the next year he, I, Tony Romo isn't drafted in aught two. He goes in aught three from Eastern Illinois to the Cowboys. Uh-huh. And Tony Romo has a has a wonderful career, borderline Hall of Fame career. He's been in the booth now for how long? Like four years now? Uh-huh. Tom Brady's still playing. What the hell? Oh, yeah. And there's it's crazier examples than that,
1: I think, if we look back. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, and he just, you know what it is with him? He's, uh, remember the scene from, uh, I hate to go back. We've went 20 years back. Now we're going to go 40 years back. Officer and a gentleman where Lou Gossett Jr. gets called out by Richard Gere and they fight in the tent. Yes. And, you know, you can have him against the ropes and it's like, oh, uh, wow, Gere has skills. He's doing all his karate, marshal this, marshal that. And, uh, and then it's like, no, no, no. He's going to figure it out. He's going to, just a groin kick. Maybe a little dirty, but whatever. Uh, we're going to put you out there. That's why with a minute 40 left, and one timeout, uh, it, the, I looked at it, the Cowboys were 67% chance of winning. I was like, this is insane. No way. No way. Yeah, I, I, Maybe suck up misses the field goal, but he's going to get them down in range. I thought it was a curious call to burn the timeout instead of running. I'd rather have a timeout with 45 seconds than no timeouts with 55. Is that what it was? I think that's what it ended up being because they had a – they had the choice of a 10-second runoff or a timeout. I don't know. I didn't think that was a great move by Aarons, but it doesn't matter. He gets you in range, and uh, and that that does it. He got right down the field. Damn it. Does it every time.
0: Yeah, it, it was weird, too, that Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth didn't mention that. No one they, said anything. They're, yeah. they're swooning as Greg Zerline drills the kick, which, right. which, I mean, he misses that one. All of a sudden, now the Cowboys. And by the way, um, here's a prediction. The kicker thing is going to be a real bad thing for some teams. I, I said, like, whatever it was six, seven years ago. How? In of course, world. And it always is, though. What kind of know, statement I, is that? It's a real no, bad no. thing for some teams. What, what? Of course the kicker. I, I is felt like things or? in the last couple of years were kind of like, eh, most kickers are pretty good. And most teams aren't going to lose games on their kicker. I guess there were a couple. I, I Maybe you're right. It feels like though there are 10 relevant teams that are like what are you doing with that guy as your kicker this year like seven years ago i said um how in a world of of seven billion can we not find 32 people who can halfway succeed as a quarterback in pro football Uh, now that's been fixed that's now fixed it's now kickers like how there aren't like all these soccer players they they can all do like go go that's what they did it's funny it's it's upside down like 40 or 60 years ago they went out and found like Gero Yepremian and all these people in yeah. in foreign lands where are they where, where where are all these guys who know how to play soccer like I don't that's know. that's an e- for them it's like a jvd to kick a football through those things all good soccer players can make like 40 50 yards anyway that's Listen, we mess. had our
1: friend Stephen Green, who was uh, seven eight years removed from the game and he, he trained himself to kick a, became a decent kicker in the arena League right with the help of Jimmy they made a they made a tape and he made it to the arena League he played he had a nice little career. so yeah why? Where are the guys, where are the 22, 23-year-olders uh, like this?
0: Yeah, well, its I mean, listen, the other side of the coin is I, I encourage everybody who gets on Scott Norwood or otherwise, go stand and look at what 47-yard field goal looks like. It looks impossible to the civilian's eye, my eye at least. When I look at it, I'm like, what in the- That seems... You would, you know, I mean, obviously we can't kick it that far, but it looks like a really tough little target that you're trying to hit. Enough about you know the kicker, but you know, it looks tough—a sixty-yarder for a guy who had
1: missed two field goals and an extra point. I mean, uh, I, yeah, Mike McCarthy got lucky there; he really did. That was a crazy night for Zerline. But don't I put thought- him out there when Tom- when Tampa could be at midfield uh, on a. First of all, they said a twenty-two percent for from sixty yards. I thought it was a lot lower than that league-wide. But of course, he misses. Brady gets it at midfield. He throws the Hail Mary, and uh, they had no timeout, so I guess it was a little less of a risk. But they threw a couple outs. He throws the Hail Mary, gets picked, and run back like half the field. Uh, So Mike McCarthy, uh, no skin off his back. But um, that could have been potentially terrible and knocked them out of the game.
0: Agree. Um, I thought also when we, if if we're gonna pick apart the last few minutes, I do think even on first down, once they get on the uh, right side of the field, the Cowboys and it and it becomes apparent that or they are in field goal range. I thought it was strange to throw on first down. Now, I appreciated. That it's an incomplete stops the clock, but at that moment with about ninety seconds, I think I think he could have spun the clock a little bit and yeah, we're well, always Well,
1: Lamb makes that great catch or whatever, like you know, third down he goes he goes out of bounds. Uh, like everyone's going crazy that he got like twenty four yards on that reception, twenty six whatever it was. I was like, why did you go out of bounds? What the, that to me is like. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is it just playing Madden forever, or or what? But you, or you should just be able to watch Tom Brady. I'm like, all right, working backwards. This right. guy's got one timeout. How much time do we want to give him? Thirty-five seconds. Twenty players seconds? need to know, but so do yeah. the
0: coaches. Like Mike McCarthy and so many coaches continue to approach things like it's like it's 1991. Like. What more evidence do you need? Spin the clock. Do not leave time for Tom Brady if you can help it at all. I thought that was crazy. I do think that your takeaway is to feel good. And I wonder, I I, I suspect that the next... Um, you know, whatever, 10 days until the Cowboys play again. And by the way, real tough spot for them. Let's see what happens with the Chargers in our nation's capital. All Mm. of a sudden, what if the Chargers drop that one? That's going to be scary for one of those two teams. I mean, the Cowboys could be 0-2. Eddie Spaghetti was talking that up before the game on minus three yesterday. By the way, Cousin Sal joined us on minus three to, to, you know, deal with the aftermath of uh, Kevin Hench getting kicked out of the fantasy league by Don Draper. Um, but, yeah. uh, but spaghetti points out, he's like, Giants, they might uh, be up two games, two weeks into the season on the Cowboys. And everybody's got the Cowboys. Winning I just that feel division. like we
1: got every, to, everyone's got to play the same teams we played. Right. So, uh, if the Giants could beat the Chargers. God bless them. If even if, uh, Cowboys
0: start off, and two, concern level about your wildly overpaid running back, Zeke Elliott. That Was it weird. Vita Vea and Nendomican Sioux or because I will say, just uh, you know, just the eyeball test, Tony Pollard has more pop than Zeke Elliott. I know it doesn't just come down to that, but it feels like he's uh, a more diverse option, you know, you a pass catcher. He's more explosive at this point point. He's got to step it up. He's got to –
1: and this is a guy who, for the last five years, his average yards per carry have gone down, and you could blame his weight, or maybe he doesn't seem to want to play the game as much as everybody else. Uh, Tony Pollard has more explosiveness, and now it's like just handing it off to him up the middle, and he uh, – you know, any counter play anything off tackle was not gonna work. and then like maybe once or twice he he made it around the edge. He like you know he had the speed to break it, but uh I don't know, I don't love it. and thank God Dak was as good as he was, otherwise this would have be been more glaring. eleven for thirty three for Zeke. you definitely expect more from him talk about fantasy um fans and fantasy owners who have him must have been pulling their hair out yesterday. but I will say though. Magic Johnson says, with this performance, Dak will be MVP of the NFL this year. So oh, why don't we even have to watch congr- anymore?
0: Well, yeah. congratulations to him. Yeah, them. I'm
1: very excited. Mari Cooper, maybe his career best game. 13 for 139. Two t- Definitely has a cowboy for two touchdowns. So, you know, when you have 42 completions, they have to go somewhere. Seedy had seven. I don't know. I'm excited for this offense. I'm excited to watch them. I know the defense, Micah Parsons. There's gonna be a meme out there. It's a video of him uh, being completely lost on a couple of plays, but not awful. They were better. Everyone was wide open in the first half. I feel like they they hunkered down a little bit in the second half. Um, got lucky, I guess, with the Godwin drop and a couple of plays, but. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I, maybe I've matured as a fan. Seven years ago, I would have been throwing objects. I would have been cursing. I would have said the push off at the end. How did the push off? Opi. They call it on Gallup week one against the Rams last year. They don't call it this year. Like what? What goes on? You know. But I'm all right with it. I'm really all right. That's with a great
0: point. It. I didn't think about the Gallup push yeah. off. That what? That's a that's a great call and where that Cowboy season would have been when Dak went down yeah uh, with the ankle yeah that we would have considered them pretty uh, you i would know.
1: consider uh, i would continue not calling that
0: yeah that's i it. i mean listen what uh, you start messing with that they start throwing uh, right. that if that's opi collinsworth made the point correctly i mean the guy the the the, the db is wheeling back i mean yeah digs is when you blow on, on him horse. he's gonna fall right. over he's gonna mm-hmm. fall down what are you gonna do yeah. um I, I think that was a little bit overstated. I, I understand technically the extension of the arm makes it OPI, but yeah. if you start calling it, that's going to be a nightmare. I I think, right. and we have bigger fish to fry in terms of lousy officiating. This, right. I mean, the the taunting thing. I mean, please, uh, no. let's do it for let's do it for one week, all right, everybody, and then that's the end of it. Then exactly. then you can then we can get up on Mount Pius, all the owners or whoever wants this jive. Then they can go up well, in the I, I, off season the and belly ache some more. But let's yeah. not let's not sully the pro football season. I, I'm with, with you. Nonsense. None of that
1: shit should be called. But also the players should know a finger in the face mask is almost definitely gonna get it now, right? Like you do a little Shimmy with your hips, and you're probably borderline, depending on what kind of mood the ref is in. But you put stick a finger in the fi- just to know that it's going to be like, all right, they're definitely calling this. What's the matter with you? I, I just that drives me crazy too.
0: I know that they know anyway. they should know. It makes me I, I I go crazy when it happens once every like six years or so. That the that the kickoff returner, a professional football player whose job responsibility includes. Kick returning, and he doesn't know the rule that you have to field the kickoff. If you just let the ball drop and sit there, and the other team jumps on it, it's their ball. Yeah, when yeah. that, when that, when the guy doesn't know that, that's it makes me jump. loco. Yeah. Right. The yeah. finger pointing is like in the moment you're running into people. Like I mean, you're you're, you're bonking into other giant people. Yeah, you're nah, running full speed. And people are cheering and everything. I it's crazy. Like if you want if you want to come down on these guys, then let just. Take them away then, and just replace them with robots already. Let's Mm. get all the battle bots out there and run them into each other. Because I mean, what what are we to do? I I can't take talking about this. I want to talk about single digit numbers on these guys, which look great. Leonard Fournette in that seven. Oh my god, was that that that, 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 that was uh, dropped straight down from the heavens by the uniform gods? I thought that was terrific. I gotta say, I
1: think it kind of. I mean, I don't think these guys care about it, and it's remon. And merchandising and everything, but you uh, there's a greater expectation when you go to single digits or like Micah Parsons does at linebacker number mm-hmm. eleven. Like he's a big guy and he's wearing number eleven. I'm like, oh man, he looks small. Like what? Like, no, no, no. He's one of the bigger. But Aikman's like, no, he's big. He's a giant. Like what? I don't know. And Fournette looks like he should be faster than he is as a number seven. You
0: know I agree. I mean? And but there's not enough talk about the other side of the coin, which is Vita Vea. Wearing number fifty. I think that indicates to the world that he's a modest he man. He could wear what he wants. He should be able to wear a three digit number. He's right, really he should. Yeah. That's exactly right. I think his number mm. should be somewhere in the low one hundreds. Or yeah. you know what low low like uh you know, six hundreds or something. Like, right. number six oh three would suit him. Why he's wearing fifty? That's like a gift to the rest of the league to make them feel like he's a mortal man, but he clearly yeah. He I just think it just not.
1: it makes it that I don't know. I'm trying to think what it would be like in like an Armani, Armani suit, you know, beautiful mm-hmm. Bruno Magui shoes. And then he's talking like uh, he's talking like big pussy from uh, the Sopranos. Like, wait, wait, what? What <laughs> Where did this come from? You should be a, a polished individual. All right. Spaghetti, read me the stat that's supposed to bring me down from um, my uh, high hopes here. What do you have here?
0: Did you post this? Yeah. The stat is the Bucks are the first team in NFL history to lose a turnover margin by at least three have at least 100 penalty yards, and allow 450 yards on defense and still win the game.
1: Okay, so we're setting records as, uh, as Cowboys and Cowboys fans here. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. Look at Eddie Spaghetti. He's taking a page from your friend Jerry Jones. He's pouring some salt on it, Sal. Oh, that's what he's doing. Man. He's just pouring salt f- on it. No, because he stopped after um,
1: three seconds. <laughs> Jerry Jerry would keep it going. So there yeah, you go, true. 31-29. Uh, you know, I, I don't know where, where you stand on this, but – Babyface Joel Solomon pointed out, he's like Brady Gronk connected for too much two more touchdowns. Where do they rank amongst uh, all time greatest quarterback pass catcher combinations? Uh, they're the best, right? Haven't they the, been the best for a couple a few years now?
0: Well, I think at what why it's remarkable is because it's a tight end right. um, is, is what separates it and and makes it more remarkable than it otherwise would be i think the best ever is montana to rice in rice.
1: montana yeah i don't, I don't know
0: but, but young in montana i mean i'm sorry young and rice was also great and young and to was great and Staubach back to drew pearson was the og for i think yours and my uh football awareness sal like i know that they're older one raymond berry and but um, I think they're now it, nine it, touchdowns ahead. I think they're one oh one to ninety two. I get it, uh, but you but, but again, yeah. as we always do, like twenty first century standard has yeah, yeah, to apply sure. here versus Drew Pearson and Staubach and what they would have done in in, you know, today's game. I think if Russell Wilson sticks around Seattle, which I don't think he will, I think he and DK Metcalf would probably put up some numbers. That's one to look in the future there. Yeah, um fun. I re- Marino to the Marks brothers was great, which was which was a, a, a kind of a zig against the the zagger like well they need each other hall of fame qb hall of fame receiver they need each other that's why they're so good like marino did that with the Marks brothers which is crazy same thing right. with elway and the bums he was throwing to Eggmund Irvin makes the list Peyton I just think Harrison. Guys, this is many years now though i, I know harris like I, I don't know this
1: is I'm, i I'm agree it's Actually, crazy it young, young rice is the 92 touchdowns brady gronk i think is 102 now I'm trying so, to think.
0: I, well, I'm trying to pose some uh, some rivals for this one. I, the other one that probably makes the list ultimately is Mahomes to Kelsey and Mahomes yeah. to to um, Tyreek Hill. All right, that right? Has I, a, think, I
1: think Mahomes to Kelsey will will uh, will have some juice and maybe combat. I, I don't know. I'm trying. Yeah, Maine to, uh, Wayne to Manning, Big Ben to Antonio Brown. I'm feeling like these are five year commitments a lot of these
0: well oh by the way well the ab and roethlisberger one that reminds me of a couple of things and drew Brees to jimmy graham was pretty good too people right. forget and i am not a huge drew Brees guy mm-hmm. for where he ranks in history but he does de- deserve a shout out that his best wide receiver for a long stretch of his career was marcus colston sure what would marcus colston have done without Brees? i don't know but After. I, I, but um i'm, a, I'm, oh, I'm losing right. my mind
1: here manning harrison is the number one at 114 Manning Harrison so, is
0: number one. And yeah, also so don't Brady forget about Gronk. Reggie Wayne who needs that gold jacket still. Um, but yes, I, I want to say about Antonio Brown, but first Drew Brees, we, 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 uh, we must mention what happened there. Um, I, you know, I don't Boy, know. He has hair now. Yeah, I know. I can't, I, like, I thought they missed an opportunity. Uh, you know, the big rollout. I know we saw, what's his name? Uh, who was the guy up there with, uh, with Jer in the booth, with uh, Goodell in the booth, the singer? guy the redhead singer guy swoony ed, she- ed sheeran oh, ed, ed sheeran, sheeran. Yeah. yeah ed sheeran was the pregame thing i think it would have been cooler if they would have had um a drew Brees and jason witten's toupees fight like and we all bet on it like it's a cockfight in mexico or something like mm-hmm. that i thought that would have been entertaining but <laughs> beautiful beautiful maine on you drew Brees. um but um as i as i quipped uh, on social media last night, it, I, the the big winner there is um, is the thing on his cheek. It's like yeah. finally now I'm not the the worst thing going on this head. Yeah, distract um, from it, of course. Right, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Finally, where were you for the last twenty years? Terrible mm-hmm. toupee on top of Breeze's head. Um, Antonio Brown though again listen he's a cuckoo bird and he deserves the the two-year away he's not exactly Ted Williams taken off in the prime of his career to go fight wars instead it was just him uh, you know fighting his own sanity I think legitimately um, but he remains. The third best wide receiver of the Super Bowl era. I know people find that crazy, and Dave, you're a homer. Like I, spoiler, he left the Steelers some years ago. I'm not a, I'm not a homer for Antonio Brown. I'm merely pointing out that Calvin Johnson, this Larry Fitzgerald, that Antonio Brown ranks behind Jerry Rice and Randy Moss, and that's it. He, Antonio Brown is is on the winner stand of the best receivers. Of, right, uh, I, of I have to Super look boy. into, I don't know. I don't he think is. of him. I don't think uh, of him this you can right. take I mean, your, you can take, take Dave's numbers. word for That's it. It's fine.
1: Yeah. You can take his word for it. No, you can take <laughs> Dave, Dave Damaschek's uh, word for it. You take him over T.O. I mean, I just feel like yes. he is a more
0: threatening um, receiver. You, well, okay. You can think that if you want to, I mean, he dropped the ball <laughs> a lot.
1: Certainly okay. dropped
0: the ball a lot. I know that, uh, that you and T.O. have great appreciation for your, your quarterback, you know? Right. That's, that's right. That's South's quarterback. I know, but um, T. O. was dominant. He's but that's I'm, I I'm do want I'm not denigrating i O. I'm I'm hailing A. B. That's yeah, don't all. denigrate T. O. But let's talk about your Steelers. Okay,
1: they might have been the big preseason winner right now. I'll get to why, but T. J. Watt signs 112 million dollar extension. Uh, so everyone's around for Ben's last ride here. Apparently, his agents wanted more. Well, of course, his agents wanted more. T. J marched into the Steelers' office, wants to dress up for week one, and is now the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history. And I looked it up, check He is. He's getting more money than Jack Lambert. Oh, he's wow. He's getting more money than Mean Joe Green ever Whoa. earned. Jack Ham, Mel Blount, name it. Uh, but he's, I don't know. I'm not familiar with those guys.
0: I'm not familiar with those <laughs> names. Um, Why didn't Jack Lambert get $113 million? Amen. Yes, he he certainly should have. Um, listen, he is he, 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 based on his deeds since they drafted him. And by the way, people like include uh, Dave Damashek. Unlike the masses, Dave Damashek is like Jerry Orbeck at the end of Dirty Dancing, hmm. which is to say, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And I thought I, I felt uninspired when the Steelers used their first round pick on T.J. Watt. I was like, really. Why? Because he's JJ's brother. Is that why he feels like he's a project Mm. as a first round pick? He's slight. He's going to be an OLB with the Steelers. I don't know if that's going to work out. I was wrong. And not only is he good, not only is he great, he is dominant. Look at his numbers, how they how they um, compare with the rest of the league at the position he plays. He's right up there. I guess he's he's certainly worthy of it. And all the hand wringing. Um, for some people, like, blah, blah. dude, this means, dude, how are they going to be able to keep a this burger? If burger retires, then how are they going to go get another QB? They'll draft one, everybody. That's how it goes. They'll draft a, a, a rookie uh and uh, or, or yeah. he won't be a rookie he'll be a college kid but then they'll draft him then he'll be a rookie and then when he becomes a rookie he'll play under a rookie deal for the next four or five years and he will not be expensive and the Steelers will therefore be able to uh keep luxury items T. like TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick because so guess what Mink, Minka comes around the- next year and we got to do the exact same thing or shame
1: the devil you're going to go to Fandle.com slash extra points and bet TJ Wada plus 850 to win Defensive Player of the Year. Why not? Only Donald okay. and Garrett are ahead of him.
0: I like Derwin You can't games. start
1: losing uh, awards to Browns. I mean, losing games is one thing, but if Miles Garrett becomes Defensive Player of the Year three years in a row, if he keeps a you know uh, hey, guess what, there? Sal? I'm really
0: excited to be here for it. I talk about celebrating in the moment mm. and recognizing something special going on, and I, we're all here for it. We're witnesses, just like when the good people at Cleveland saw LeBron play in their hometown. It was super, I mean, mm. he left, he, he, he dumped Cleveland, he went somewhere better, but for, for a long time, but n- never mind. We're here witnessing again the Cleveland Browns. How oh, this is an exciting time. This is their year. Nothing can go wrong. Muzzle yeah.
1: tub again. I know oh, you're thanks. you're putting your jinx on it, but you you were laughed at for laughing at them last no. year, no. and then they uh, they got the last laugh. I think I, that's how that went.
0: No, no, no. I it heralded the rise of the Browns. I was I'm I, I feel like I was a part of it. Right. Like I say, it's it, I'm I am in a grill because I was a, watching their rise. It's neat to see. You know, I think it's. Uh, from I mean, bit, this is know.
1: cute, but they beat you up and that it's like if if they didn't beat you in the playoffs, this is going to be they're going to beat a lot of people
0: up this year. Oh, Sal. look right. out.
1: All right. <laughs> I I'm not sure I get this. I mean, this is such a better bit if you if they've not beaten you by uh, crush you in the playoffs last year.
0: Hey, Steelers are just human beings. The Cleveland Browns uh. are, you know, they're a way <laughs> of life,
1: man. They're, I will say, Browns and Steelers both benefited yesterday. My God, the Ravens lose two key players. Back-to-back plays in practice, Gus Edwards. This is after Dobbins goes out last week. And Marcus Peters, mm-hmm. ACL tears. I heard what about a disaster that. for this team. Bateman gets banged up early, like, you know, Lamar. Uh, this could be... I don't know what. I, I, I want to pick an underdog special. I don't know if you're ready, but maybe we do this every week. Uh, and it's the Monday night game, and it's Baltimore going to the Raiders. I don't know why this line hasn't moved. It was four and a half. Now, this news, it's still four and a half, and you can get the Raiders at home plus one. No, it's a, it,
0: I, I did look at it did just it before we started. I think it's three and a half now. If I'm not oh,
1: it mistaken. finally moved. Like, yeah. Like, what, what's going on? All right. So let me check. I don't care what it is. I'm going. Well, it's still still in an underdog here three and a half you're right but the money line is still plus 168. I liked them two weeks ago with the money line I like them even more now like what this this could be the garbage the the, the dumpster fire team right like the 49ers just blew up like they're a double-digit win team and just blew up last year because of injuries wow well, then there's got to be a version of that I, I think it's got to be the Ravens
0: I I feel almost bad saying it because now with injuries, it looks like I'm uh, I'm picking against the Baltimore Purples because of the injuries. And I mean, these recent ones don't help that, but I was already in on, for the record, them as the third place team in the AFC North. So this is not new. Right. But, you know, as I've been talking about for the last several months, Derek Wolf is not definitely a go on Monday night. That's bad. And it points to what I've been saying, which is that their defensive front seven is old and it's and it's a little thin and so too is their offensive line and just because it's it's like a brand thing we don't it's sort of how people who would consider themselves to be like I love pro football and they still reference like the Dallas Cowboys have the best offensive line in the business it's like, are you paying attention to what has happened? It's not been a like the the attrition there knocks these things down like the Ravens because they're always good at the line of scrimmage doesn't mean that they are. Well, I say always, but they're not eternally just guaranteed to be that. I think this is a weird year for them well, not in that th- regard. Well, three running backs go down right. and
1: a receiver and everything else. Like, the writing's on the wall. That I just can't believe they're uh- – Uh, that much of a favorite still well
0: you said the the raiders Raiders, i think i am with you on the uh, the raiders as a week i'm not with you about them making the playoffs i am though on the raiders in week one in their new fancy joint the place will be very excited i you know i like i'm excited i think it will be too
1: i don't know it could be a destination spot for anyone out of town like a bunch of guys from baltimore like all right this is our annual trip let's go to vegas and see the the Ravens play. It could be that, but I don't think so. I think the Black Hole is well represented. I did see something weird
0: about their tickets. We should see if we could get uh, Mark Davis to to join us and review all the hairstyles in pro yeah. football. That'd be a great uh, that. would Oh a great yeah, thing, I think he'll, he'll you be know?
1: game for that. Yeah, I like that.
0: Call him uh, up and see. Make that call, Spaghetti. Let us know what postings what
1: postings on Ticketmaster resale for most games increases again to over thirteen thousand, while StubHub inventory levels remain stagnant. So oh man i don't know are they selling these tickets i'm Hmm. not sure to make of that i'm really that's one of the things i'm most curious about for week one how that's gonna pan out and what kind of crowd they're gonna get on monday they're gonna
0: but is it really unless the cost of the tickets is prohibitive i i mean that would it seems like that place will certainly be full right every every game because you'll be like it'll if it's another activity on a weekend in Vegas, like oh, you know what we should do now? Like, okay, the twenty-one tables gone cold. You know what we should mm. do? Hey, let's go watch the the Raiders play the Seahawks. Like, you know, like that you Monday know. night. Yeah, yeah, right. Let's go check that thing out. Let's go watch that. I, I, Raiders, I can't imagine. Are there your uh, upset pick? No, I know that. I, I figured that that would be yours. Although I know that uh, you're looking somewhere else. I like I. It counts as an underdog. I know it's lame to say it, but I will throw out the Chargers are. Oh, come on. I'm not, ta- I'm not half, taking them. I'm half just half telling you more. one.
1: It doesn't really count. That's, one, that's a pick em game. One and a half points. Go ahead. I Listen to me. I just said I'm not going to pick that one. Yeah, but well, I, it's not, know, we're talking about upsets. It's not really an upset. Well, that's upset, an upset, so yeah. isn't
0: it? But that counts as an upset, but I'm not picking it. I just wanted mm-hmm. to let you know that that was out there for you. You want a fun one. How about the Cincinnati Bengals at home? Yeah, getting, I, like I mean, that they're getting three from the Vikings. The Vikings yeah. are interesting. They might heat up Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow might heat them up. And the new look Bengals defense might give Kirk Cousins some trouble. But I'll tell you another one that jumps out at me, too, Sal. I don't like this team. I think they they might challenge. We've talked about this at length. Might challenge the Texans for the worst record. Actually, they won't. The Texans may win one game or they then again, they may not. The Detroit Lions... Are catching eight and a half at home. We don't mm-hmm. even know what's what's going on with the nah, QB that's thing. A loss. I think that's Ka- a loss. they're going to look. You think that you think the Niners are just going to go in there and smoke them? Ten to fourteen, I think. I, I mean, yeah. I don't
1: know. I, having not seen anything, I just think this is such a rebuilding year for the Lions and such a hey, we're back year for the Niners. I, I, I don't know. That coach is crazy. I I don't know.
0: So, which one? One game, that? though. I'm not talking about like week nine. This is the first week. The stadium will be excited. New era. DeAndre Swift doesn't look like he's getting charged with anything awful right now. So, yeah. so that's nothing to worry about. He's going to be free and easy out there. Jared All right, so Goff, the Lions. New lease on life.
1: The Lions is your upset pick. You're on record, plus
0: 320. Here's the thing with it you know Kyle Shanahan somewhere yeah. deep down. Obviously, he wouldn't have they wouldn't have moved up to get Trey Lance if they were over the moon about Jimmy G, and yet they're yeah. running Jimmy G out there. What this adds up to is that they kind of want Jimmy G to stumble so that they can justify for themselves and to the guys in the locker room. They believe in Jimmy G's a vet. That's the way things go. Devil, you know, mm. and all of that. They want jimmy g to to flop a little bit, I think, you know. What's the what's to say that uh, week one doesn't give them the evidence yeah, that they're maybe looking for? I'm looking at the other way. Goff by far most turnovers
1: in the last three years out of any quarterback going against the 49ers defense that plays with a purpose. I'm not I'm not betting the Lions. Any I have the I have the Niners on all my money line parlays. But you're going. That's fine. That's a big win if uh, if you get it.
0: I, I hear you. Eight and a half's a lot of points for the home team. And by the way, anecdotally, I know this doesn't matter. We're talking All upsets, them. though. This was I started this segment by saying who's your. That's an upset. At- I just told you the Lions, okay. but anecdotally, I'll say yeah. this to you: if I'm, yeah. if memory serves, at least Sam Darnold makes his big debut Monday Night Football, gets picked off a bunch of times. The Lions yeah. win that one at home. I think that was two years ago. No, maybe that was three years ago. But and then. Last year, remember, they had the Bears beaten in a home game in, yeah. uh, you know, up there and DeAndre Swift dropped the, uh, the winning touchdown pass, but they still uh, at least got over the spread. Yeah. So that the Lions, for what it's worth, right. they've recently performed well in week mm-hmm. one at home. Okay. I mean In you know, week you know, one, you know, like I said. Got a lot one. of good mojo with this DeAndre Swift stuff and
1: losing Stafford and just a crazy... I know, I know, <laughs> I'm
0: not telling enough. you I like that team. I didn't say anything about that. I told you one week, 60 I'm minutes. Say, all right. All right. So there you go. There's your upset. I
1: say the Raiders is an upset. Let's go to your game. Again, the Steelers benefited from this Ravens thing, um, as did the uh, Browns. Six and a half you're getting. 48 and a half is the over-under in Orchard Park or whatever they call it now in Buffalo. I think it's simple. I'm going with good teams getting points this week. And the Steelers, better lack of a different explanation, they are a good team. And as a road underdog, this is what Tomlin's done. Eight and seven last 15, 11 and four against the spread. So take six and a half. Could be similar to last night's game, right? Just a team with a good, high-powered offense, and you have the defense to back it up, and you have an excited T.J. Watt to get on the field. I think this is a 20, I think it goes under 24-20 type game.
0: Wow. I mean, listen, I hope uh, the song you're singing uh, plays true come Sunday. But, I mean, I don't I, – uh, a lot of optimism from Cousin Sal. I don't I – called. did you just call the Steelers offense high-powered? I hope so. It's I so hope big. Franco Jr., uh, you know, hits the ground running literally and figuratively. I hope seven – is better protected. He's got a gaggle of pass catchers out there. I hear all your noise. TJ Watt's going to be limited, though. I don't think they're going to run him out there for – I, I know they're not going to run him out there for his normal snap count. Stefan Tuitt, the mystery around exactly what's going on with him continues the, you know, mourning of his brother, and then he got out of shape, and he hurt his knee, and all of that. Now there's, there's some, you know, rumors out there that he may not. Mark Caboli on, in The Athletic reported that um, – Stefan Tewitt, he predicts, will play at earliest in December, if at all, this season, which is, you know, that's bad news for the Steelers as well. He's one of the great unheralded mm. guys in, uh, defensively in pro football. I don't know. I I, I just think it, it's the first chapter. I'm not saying that these things project out over the course of the full season for one week. Home game, Bills. All the expectations that mm. they'll weigh heavy on Josh Allen as the season progresses. But I think in Week One, they're really excited about their tuned-up pass rush against a young Steelers offensive line. I'm not gonna. I, obviously, I'm not gonna bet against the Steelers, but I don't love the spot for
1: Pittsburgh. All right, interesting. I'm looking at you know people talk about offensive rookie of the year. The numbers. I, it's gonna be hard for a quarterback not to get it when you have five rookie QBs are going to get all or most of their team snap. I right, throw Trey Lance out of there, even Justin Fields, if you don't know when he's going to start. You got Lawrence, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson. They're going to get most, if not all, of the, the team snaps. So that's tough to win. Right. But Najee Harris versus Kyle Pitts, seems like everybody loves Harris. I don't know. I, I like Pitts, too. If it's going to be a non-quarterback, I go Pitts 11-1, you go Najee Harris 8-1. to
0: I mean, I know he's not a, a true tight end and, or according to to some people, we'll see what he does, you know, in, in handling all the elements of being a, a tight end in the NFL. But um, I, it, it's um, overly optimistic what kind of product. I think he just the production for a, a rookie tight end just likely won't be there, even for a guy who's probably going to get a fair amount of targets. But, you know, it's not like the The cupboard is bare for Matt Ryan. Otherwise, I mean, Calvin Ridley is dynamite, and so he gets the lion's share of the targets there. Uh, Najee Harris, you know, Mike Tomlin. This is not like a running back got by committee or circumstantial third down back or anything else. He will pound, and you know that with Levy and Bell, and you know it with James Conner, and otherwise, this is what Tomlin does. He will ride Najee Harris. Oh. He will drive him into the ground over the next uh, one to four years here. Uh, to the detriment of the long-term future of Najee Harris. That's the way pro football goes, though, these days, if you're a smart coach. Najee Harris is in a great spot. I bet he's going to get like 40 receptions.
1: uh, I was going to say, for Offensive Rookie of the Year, so out of those five quarterbacks I mentioned, you have to think one of them is going to end up with, working backwards here, 28 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, almost 4,000 yards, right? Is that fair to say that one of those guys should – not even to mention what they do on the ground, right? They all can kind of take off when they want. What would Najee Harris have to get stat-wise to eclipse uh, that mark
0: I just read off? He'd have to get a grand – he'd have to reach a grand on the yard – on the ground. For sure. You know, and then I I think also he'd need some sort of gaudy – touchdown total too if you see him dancing in the end zone a bunch on your tv every sunday and then that makes i think 11
1: touchdowns at least right also though
0: look at what justin herbert did last year better spot but not a great offensive line um Mm. it with the chargers but i I know it's not a comparable situation in Jacksonville for uh, Trevor Lawrence, but I, I the more I think about it, the more I'm coming around. I'm like, what have we been talking about? Of course, that guy's going to go down there and light it up. You know, Herb, if nothing else, is going to put that kid in a really good spot to thrive. I bet you he puts up big numbers. The team might stink, but I bet you that they're – a fun watch this year if you're if, if, well Let i guess see. it's too late although you know what i bet there's some leagues where trevor lawrence is out there on the waiver wire he's a good pickup this is how damashek wins a lot of uh, i'll pull back the curtain for you south um this is one of the reasons damashek dominates in fantasy because he gets those bargain basement deals on the young guys people are like i don't know about this guy is he really that good like he's gonna run a lot rookies always run right. rookie oh, qbs run starting him over Dak prescott that's
1: that's your theory. No,
0: I have the luxury of Dak Prescott, so no, right. I'm not going to. I'm telling people who who aren't as uh, savvy as Damashek. I'm, I'm I'm providing a tip, Sal. Here's another tip for you, Damashek. Six years in a row, he told you what the Pittsburgh Steelers' final record. was Oh, let's be? hear it.
1: They're right. Here We're we here go. now.
0: Here we go. You know about the eight and a half. You, you let's you take put a drum over. roll in here, Spaghetti. You already and then make you, it you stop already,
1: and then make it start again
0: and then stop. All right, here we go now. Are they going to win the AFC North again? I say no. I say they do make the playoffs as a wild card. You get that at plus 400. Obviously, we've been pounding that uh, over eight and a half. I'm going to write down your prediction here. That's a meager plus 110. Yep. And here we go. In 2021, the Pittsburgh Steelers will go 10 and 7. Bet it. Plus 700 is what you get. 10 and 7. That's what I Go to FanDuel. You got it at that, too?
1: Yeah. No, that's what I thought you'd say. 10 and 7, yeah. So now you've done
0: this six in a row. This is for seven in a row? (laughs) No, 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 no. I got off the rails, but to be fair. Uh, Oh, you did have six in a row at some point. I did have six in a row. But Roethlisberger hurt his elbow, and, you know, I I deserve a mulligan for the last couple of years. Right.
1: All right. Yeah, that's true. All right, 10 and 7 is on the other end. Interesting. 17. uh, What is the percentage? You can't say 500 anymore. So what's 9 and 8? I want to figure this out. I have no goddamn idea. Well, we got. We should like be. It. We should be able to. So this would be nine divided by seventeen. Nine and eight. That's weird. so five twenty nine. So like, hey, if you're gonna play five twenty nine ball in this league, I guess we got to be able to <laughs> start saying
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've updated it, So Come on, if you're gonna play, uh, what was it again? Five twenty. What did you just say? It's, five.
1: It's five twenty nine point four uh, one one seven. Five twenty
0: nine point ball. In the National Football League. That's right. You don't yeah. say it that way anymore. It's now it yeah. 529 in this league. No, it's now our leagues now. Gotcha. Because don't, I don't know if you heard, but football is family.
1: Good. So. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, what else do we want to say? Oh, Jen Piacenti, You had her. You mentioned fantasy. She looked at our lineups.
0: Yeah, I sent, her, sent her blind 10- with...
1: What'd you send her? Like the 10 star? How did
0: you do this? Well, because you can be mean and petulant and like, hey, you know who runs this show, right? Piacenti, And I thought she'd be like, oh, I better do what Sal wants. That's no, of people. course. So that's like, that's, you should hear Eddie Spaghetti when you're not around. Like, Sal's the man. Oh, dude. <laughs> and whatever he says is goes in my book. Thank you, Spaghetti. Um, but um, he
1: gets the best seat at the new office because of that.
0: Her. Um, he, but, uh, yes, I, saw so I blind, I, I took the names off, the owner's names off, and I just sent her everybody's rosters, mm. and I said, give me win, play, show. She said, Tall John's team, led by Kyler Murray. Okay? They, listen, he took the cool cats to a, a championship just one year ago, Let but. Let me see this, yeah. That's rearview view mirror stuff, that's the thing. See, Tall John and Jamie... They they're they're living life in their rearview mirror. They're like, what did Damashek do to, to attain glory once again in 2020? Like they didn't notice. Hey, guess what? 2020's over with. We're in 2021, friends. Damashek's on to the next chapter of his glorious run as a as a uh, sports right. dynasty for all but wait, time. But
1: wait, what? So what lineup? So they have Murray McCaffrey, Edwards Alaire, Ridley John, Deontay Johnson, Chase, Hawkinson. That's good. She Pretty said good. that's the
0: best. She said that's the best. She said, uh, if that's not the best, though, then the best is the cool cats spelled with two Ks led by Dak Prescott, Jonathan Taylor, ready to explode in his sophomore year. Mm. You know who else is? Najee Harris in his freshman year. We're loaded up at wide receiver, Sal. We got DJ Moore. You saw Amari Cooper last night. The cats are ready to roll. I like my five better.
1: I know Evans didn't come out... uh but didn't light the world on fire. Evans and Adams, that receiver. Henry and Chubb, running back. Russell, hustle and bustle, quarterback.
0: I'll take. Wow, well, you know, family. you know, I'm down on definitely fade Derrick Henry. All right. If you know what's good for you, Evan. I want to but fade Jonathan Derek-
1: Taylor. I'm going under and him. I am betting. I, I wrote them down. I have to send them in. I I have 58, 58 player props. Fifty four are unders,
0: and Jonathan Taylor is one of them. I love that. I see. I did. I, do, do you want 58. me to?
1: It's gonna take. It's gonna take the whole day Saturday to just input these.
0: I I hear you. I gave out all my picks on minus three with Hench and Spaghetti. We all three gave out our best bets of the weekend. Go listen to that. It's a. It's an interesting. It's not. A deep roster of great games in college football this weekend, but there are um, some compelling ones. Spaghetti and I joined forces on USC laying 17-and-a-half mm-hmm. against Stanford, who is, uh, who's been gutted. They're not good anymore. The Pitt-Tennessee game down there in Knoxville is interesting. I have some season props I have um, for you in, uh, in pro football – and the best of them the one i'm most excited about you know is chargers winning the afc west at plus 490 i love yeah. that one i'm sticking my neck out i'm a believer in the patriots they win the afc east at plus 360 um chiefs as a wild card is really good when you pick Whoa. those when you pick those uh, the the, the uh, you get the the double bang out of these cuz bills as a wild card is plus 310 <clears throat> chiefs as a wild card is plus 400 so i like those
1: all right, those are good. Uh, the best thing I've seen, and it's on Fanduel. It's a Fanduel special there, fanduelcom slash extra points. Texans and Lions both to have under four and a half wins at plus two fifty. I just love that. I love it too. Yeah. We are so in much. on that really, together. Yeah, I think you're just like in December. You're know, like that. That's that's easy. I don't even have a chance to lose.
0: Um, can I? I want to tell you this real quick though, Sal. I don't know yeah. if you've been messing around on Fanduel and seeing what you can uh, what you can do, but yeah, boy, this is gonna either send you to heaven or uh, or in the other direction the um you can now adjust your teasers like uh, to, to just about any point value you want i mean oh, you, yeah. i oh, yeah. love yeah, all just messing around.
1: around i know it's gets scary though you get taking plus 14 and a half for every
0: team and you'll go six for seven uh, i know i was trying to talk and... myself into a discipline a more disciplined route i came up right. with what do you think of this one sal um that i told uh, spaghetti and uh, hench about i think a fun la special is the chargers in dc with five you give them five points a five point teaser mm. plus six and a half the chargers you tease them up to and the rams hosting the bears you tease them no. down to, to just two why you half. get five get to the seven at
1: least that's a key number why are you stopping at six and a half if you can get a five, a six point teaser,
0: because the it, well, because I like get it down, over the touchdown, because yeah, the the payout is nicer. That's why. That's I know, I but mean, I
1: fourteen seven is a, is a very common score. 28-21.
0: Oh, and one other one. I know I've been talking up L A V L A as a Super Bowl because it's a fun narrative. But if that were to come true, you get that if you bet that and it hits. Now, mm. it's twelve thousand to one. Oh no, it's plus twelve thousand. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's plus twelve thousand. I mean, not that 12, is a fun 000. one. That is a
1: fun one. You'd Could be able happen. To actually, afford tickets to the game if you hit that one. Uh, all right, let me give you a couple more from me. I, I like that Texans Lions on the four and a half. I like Josh Allen under four and, s- four and a half rushing. These quarterbacks stop running around <laughs> the fourth year. They just do. Yep. And not to mention, especially when he went up completion percentage wise, fifty nine to sixty nine percent. He's like, hey, you know what's easier than taking off? Every three uh, plays, I'm going to just sling it from the pocket. I think that's what he does. Under 475 and a half. He went down from uh, 2019 to 2020. Anyway, I'll give you my Super Bowl pick is the Rams and the Bills. I don't even think the Bills do it as a one seed, but um, I like that. That was 47 to 1. That's a nice one. Uh, And the old man for coach of the year, 17 to 1, Belichick. I think there's a few paths for him to get there. He wins that division.
0: Yeah, that's a great one. And then I like that, um, you know, for the yin and yang or the uh, expanse of, uh, of pro football time, Brandon Staley is my pick. The young guy. He's the favorite to
1: win coach of the year. What, what kind of pressure is that?
0: Isn't that something? Uh, it's, it, I hear you about that one and talk about pressure and year four and carrying the load and carrying the ball as a quarterback Lamar Jackson is now suddenly in a really tough spot. First yeah. of all, he's keeping his whether or not he's taking the spike or not between his doctors and his family. Uh, he's keeping right. he's keeping that like as I say, it's not personal. it's business and I'm going under on all that. Yeah. How does this impact? Does he in his head is he <laughs> thinking today? boy, oh boy, now it's all on me. Now I got to carry the ball more than I kind of wanted to and more than the coaching staff wanted to. And how do the Ravens as an organization approach Lamar Jackson? I mean, you can't just endlessly, as you say, he's your franchise QB and you presumably are going to sign him after the year to $45 million a year. Like, are you really going to have him running around this year? Or does he even get that $45 million if it looks like, boy, they kind of that things weren't perfect around him and boy, they, they went eight and nine. Like I don't, or we went eight, and nine. Do we definitely want to keep Lamar Jackson or do we want to reboot back to another rookie QB now and get him it's on a, a tough rookie decision? Deal? It really is. Like, what did you see out of Dak? You saw a great
1: five games, maybe, you know, stats wise, but obviously got hurt. The Cowboys took a giant chance on him. You know, they signed him. He couldn't walk and they signed him. Um, And then uh, it's a harder decision than it it seems with a Lamar Jackson. I anticipate a lot of uh, diarrhea breaks, though, from him. Probably two or three a game. Well, he's going to be nervous. He's going to have a nervous tummy. Of course. Of course. Hey, I'm just seeing this now. Man, they just pile them up. FanDuel just keeps adding them. The winning division, NFC West plus 420. I think that's a really good, you know, if you look comparatively, would you rather have the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl or the entire NFC West? pretty similar odds
0: yeah i'm i'm the, going the other way from you that um i think that the rams go to the super bowl as a yeah. wild card why i'm not gonna uh-huh. get into my explanation because i don't have one but um i i do think that um yeah that's a that is that makes some sense you and got three,
1: three teams expected to win 10 or more games by fandles calculations and you get the whole division at plus 420 i think they could have two of the final four to te- at least two. I have three of the final four teams uh, in the NFC coming from the West. If you buy
0: two, I mean, like it's a, it, it sounds good. Iron sharpens iron. And I do think that that generally does help teams once they get into the postseason tournament that, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're accustomed to playing good teams, but um, but then Brady's Patriots kind of blow that all out of the water. The AFC East, you know, was they always wound up with the number one seed, which is ultimately better than iron sharpening iron. And like, we played the Ravens a couple of times, so we're ready to roll now in the postseason. Better to just have the one seed and, and have wildcard yeah. weekend off. Um, but... I do, I'm with you. Like we could by like Thanksgiving be having a conversation. Like, remember when we were talking about like how Jimmy G was gonna be the starting quarterback and they were gonna be sharing snaps? Like Trey Lance by then could be dominating the NFL. Sure. He's he's ready, he, he's positioned to do exactly that. That that's this this thing. Let's keep in mind now. Let's not be duped, Sal. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan lied to us repeatedly this year. He's been a liar. He's a no-good stinking liar. And the idea that well well now he says he's going to go Jimmy G and Trey Lance so I guess we have to, what are we suckers? How many times does he have to lie to us before we accept that he is a stinking liar? I think he should Trey just Lance it. is going to be. I the told guy. you,
1: I told you, you he right. should start every press conference like, look, I've lied to you in the past. Why are you even asking me these questions? I'm just going to lie to you again. Well, Once say- Trey
0: Lance makes a special play, then yeah. it'll be hard to it'll be hard to support. Like yeah, but we still like Jimmy. Yeah, like it's right. says not going to be that th- that will go away. I. I imagine, in the first month, and then Trey Lance will roll. Well, listen, there's a ton, a ton. I like your bet, is the point. I like your – the Niners or Rams is basically what you're betting on. Yeah, what are you going to have
1: one team? What's the worst-case scenario? One team playing January 15th week? It's a good bet. It's fun. You know? Who doesn't want to win $200 on a $5 bet? Let's see it. Show of hands. Nobody. This is no Hail Mary. It's that simple. New customers, FanDuel Sportsbook – Get 40 to 1 odds when you place your first wager on any team to win. Yes, FanDuel is sports betting made simple. The app is easy to use. When you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. Do it. 40 to 1. You could take, you know, checks. What did you say? The the Lions are plus 320. Is that what we said for that upset? You can get 40 to 1 if you take the Lions. Or take the 49ers straight up in a game they're going to win easily. And Get forty to one. Number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts. See for yourself why Fanduel is number one's number one sportsbook in America. Always looking to hook you up with exclusive odd boosts, great promotions, and so much more. Sign up with promo code Extra Points and you could win two hundred dollars on a five dollar bet. That's promo code Extra Points exclusively on the Fanduel sportsbook app. Check. Let's switch to baseball. All right, if you insist. Um, I saw something I couldn't believe. First of all, the Yankees are in an incredible losing streak now. They can't hit the ball. But I saw some. Is this true, babyface Solomon? This is the first time this has happened to them since 1924, which is now almost 100 years. They didn't have the lead in the series at all against the Blue Jays. Like So what? That's never happened before? Well, not a
0: single lead over the entire series, yeah. But
1: entire series, it's a few days, so they didn't have the
0: lead. That hasn't happened in ninety-seven years. I find that bizarre in a sport in which you're like, I've never heard of that. It's like, oh yeah, that's happened seventeen times previously. Right. Like that's never happened in a base- in a baseball series. What? Billy Martin, Mickey Mantle,
1: Yogi Berra—they never went on a three-day drunk, and like uh, the bats were lame, and just they lost uh, four to one every game. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday—how could that be? <laughs> That's insane. All right, very well, weird. It is—it is weird, and yet my pick of the day—I haven't even looked at it. I, I bet it blindly. I I checked in the blind check, just like uh, just like in poker. Montgomery over McGill. I like McGill. He's up for rookie of the year for a minute. And then he kind of had a a few faltering starts. But it doesn't really matter. We know what the Yankees are going to do. The Mets are five out. The Yankees have been dead. It's a big weekend series. And it's going to be the Yankees just blowing them out. And we're going to wake up Monday. And the Mets are going to be eight out of first place. And they're going to be done. So uh, what are their line? I'm I'm going Yankees are minus 122 to win the game. I just think they're going to hit the ball. Over under seven and a half. Yankees over four runs. I'm pretty sure what that is. I'm looking that up now. Uh, Yankees over the Mets. All to do it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yankees team total overruns. It'll probably be about four, three and a half. Just do it. Um, there you go. That's boy, my oh, pick. I hate it. I'm Poor giving up Sal. on the team. I hate it. Poor
0: Sal. He's, he's feeling over blue. Over four.
1: Over four minus 106. Winner. He's feeling Yankees. blue,
0: but not Mets blue. Somebody right. else is like Dodger blue or something like that. Not Cowboys blue either. They got to get rid of those dark blue jerseys, by the way, too. Let's go back to when they wore in Super Bowl V. The yeah. Mets? Nice royal. Oh, the Cowboys. No, 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 back no, to the them. Cowboys. And right. back to your other team. It's nice. a very confusing for people listening. Like, wait, he's from New York. He likes the Mets, but also the Cowboys. Anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll cover that it's very confusing. Later
1: right. We were just talking baseball. Now we're talking football.
0: I know. Yeah. We're all over the place. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? It's not, it's not fun, is it, when the shoe's <laughs> on the other foot? Now... <laughs> We got the Mets, you got the Yanks, oh, New York v. New York, so exciting, except Jordan Montgomery v. Tyler McGill, nary a first name among them, who canceled, I don't know, that <laughs> that's our matchup for this thing, I'm with you, the Yankees will win, I mean, that's this is the way, at some point, it feels like, I know you're not supposed to bet when it's a losing run but this thing has to break at some point the yankees to your point if the yankees win on friday then definitely they're going to win the rest because that's what they do they win they win 27 games in a row then they lose 27 in a row then they win 20 so right I think the Yankees get get uh, going here thanks to their pals from Queens. All right. Yeah. And uh, they will have the lead at some point during the
1: series. Oh, good. I, I guarantee you that. this is uh, They'll start a new 97-year uh, streak uh, this weekend. And by I feel bad making money off of this because there's a lot of sentimentality in this series and 9-11, and we uh, we remember that terrible day. Oh, man. And I think um, Valentine's throwing out the first pitch to Tory either tonight or Saturday. Do we know Babyface? Is that, is that right? That's yeah, cool. Yeah. So, uh, so with his mustache, nice. I gonna think yeah, he's going to have the disguise on. No, I think okay. this is the one time everyone's going to be happy to see him. Sheck, when you and I did that, was that on nine 11 or was that the next day where you and I went to, um, we ate at, <laughs> it was weird because a Cajun very few place. places were open. It was like a Cajun, very festive place. It didn't seem right that there were beads and they were hang- handing out beads and everything, but it was me, you and Dan Dratch. Who you now? It 20, great, Twenty years later, you kicked out of the fantasy league. You, that's how you right commemorate. That's how you commemorate our nine eleven uh, lunch. Goddamn right, I did. Yeah. I
0: did what I had to do, and I would do it again. Yes, that was a a crazy, awful day. I have no special insights into it, except to think like, wow, even people literally on this podcast don't remember it, and it's amazing to see all these documentaries mm. and everything. It does. Some of them do put you in those those, those minute by minute um kind of documentaries wow. of like i i mean it i what's to be said except that what the hell it was it, it, i it does bring you back into that moment of as i say in a dark way like that like this is happening right now. It was hard to fathom. It still is hard uh-huh. to fathom. And Sal called me up. What a pal he is. He said, uh, "If you know, I know you're alone. And he called Dan Dratch, too. I know you're alone. Why don't you come by my place? We got together. We sat there and watched the uh, the horrible news. And then we went. To a, uh, a San Fernando Valley Cajun restaurant and ate. There. I think there was Only like a TV in the, in the background. There and was it, a TV, it, and we it, just it, it, sat there and watched the TV with with the staff. I remember there was a busboy or somebody who came around yeah. the counter or something to to oh watch man. with us. A, a surreal strange. day, but when you watch those document, when you watch, when you sit there, you just in the moment that the first tower, you're like, "What the hell is ha- wait? What what mm. is happening now?" There, uh, it, it, it's twenty years later. It still is. I. Uh, the, the enormity of it is beyond my ability to, to fathom oh, what happened. Sickening.
1: I got to say, I've mean, had a little bit of a, a, you know, a little lighthearted, but you know, like our friend Randy, who, um, you know, so I've wrote, wrote about this in my book and I've told this story. He's had his struggles with uh, addiction and I had just, um, dropped him off at a uh, facility a few days, uh, before, and he was going to be in for a month. And, uh, he calls me and it was like very early in the morning. And he told me, uh, terrorists flew into the tower and I was like, okay, Randy. All right. And I hang up, uh, like what he was doing. And then he's like, do it, put it on. They did it again. They did it again. Another tower. I was like, all right, what, what channel? Like any channel, Randy. I was like, shit. And then it became a real thing. I was like, oh, he's not, he's not on drugs anymore. (laughs) I don't think he's been on drugs since, but, uh. That's how uh, I found out. So it was terrifying. It was, it was just insane. Like, but for the, the next three
0: weeks, that's the part that I think young people, I right. bet Eddie Spaghetti doesn't <laughs> recall it, or Mikey Meatballs, even being in New York, or maybe uh, maybe you would remember that Spaghetti. Um but, yeah, it was. It, it just was – It the depression and, and fear and anxiety, like, it got worse. As, the
1: fear is insane. Like, why why wouldn't they do this to any subway now? Why, what, when's it going to happen? Like, a week later? Like, oh, we, we – you, you
0: have to go back to work. It was so weird. Yeah. That, and they were – in Hollywood studios, like, you're, like, going into work, and they're putting that little mirror under your car to, and opening your trunk and all that kind of stuff, and then the stuff that still exists because then – Four nice. months later, the guy it brings the shoe bomb on and we still in 2021 are taking our shoes off and all of that. And the inconsistency of like, are we definitely safe so we don't think about it too much because mm. it's too much for us to calculate even 20 years later. But, uh well, you yeah. know, the, the one th- I'll
1: sil- silver lining it here and uh this is probably boring for everyone anyway. But the one thing I remember thinking back then is like, well, this is 9-11 and now 9-11. We're going to remember that day forever. I'm like. Are there going to be 20 9-11s? Are there going to be 20 dates that we're going to have to remember in the next 20 years? And thank God there have not been, right? I mean, January 6th is different, but think about the dates we remember, right? The Pearl Harbor Day, 9-11, and now January 6th, which doesn't stack up you know, enormity in, ter- in terms of debts and everything. still a terrible day. But thankfully, thankfully, we only had one uh, 9-11, and uh, our hearts go out to anyone who lost some uh, on that day.
0: Just terrible. And all those people that, yeah, all the soldiers who, uh, you know, went over to that part of the world. And, yep. I mean, you know, thousands and thousands of young people. So, yeah, uh, a horrific stuff yes. all the way around. But the serious um,
1: stuff now, now it's people complaining about getting kicked out of a league. And uh, and mm-hmm. that's what you have Hench on, minus three, yes. talking about that. Correct. That was fun. Yes. See, that'll put a smile on your face. Listen now, to that.
0: I it, Well, I don't know if it was fun for everybody. But yes, no. Hench handled it like a true gentleman. His kick out <laughs> at the hand of uh, John Hamm flipping a coin. It came up the wrong side. But I told him yeah. he got what he deserved because I told him you should call heads when it's a coin flip. What right. do you believe the world is ass up? You don't right. call tails. Um, I, I think that, uh, speaking of asses, uh, our friend Harry has a big one and he stuck his out there when picking the cyclones of Iowa state <laughs> to be some world beater this year. It I just want be
1: over their, their, their season could be over second week in September. It, it
0: definitely could be, but I want to, I as a show of, you know, humanity, I'm going to take Iowa state. Oh, all right. Yeah, I think people, you know, one game of evidence, one chapter is not enough, Sal, Mm -hmm. to divine what's for real yet. And maybe we're a little too hip on Iowa because they housed uh, the, what was that team called? Indinia? Can you, can you imagine if no. you. Grew, know, what what bum Division three team was that? Indinia? Yeah, maybe it was. I never a, even saw it. Maybe heard it was a Bishop
1: Bishop Sycamore type situation where you got Indinia and not Indiana. As a, I know, yeah, thank God. That was yeah. a little
0: too close to home for uh, for my mm-hmm. Hoosiers, though. But it, yeah, Indinia took an embarrassing loss to Iowa. So maybe we're too hip on them and low on Iowa State. Jeff Schwartz, I will say, uh, on a good minus three earlier in the week. Um, really got in on college football and where the mentality is of these 19-year-olds at this point in the season, specifically with Oregon and Ohio State. He submits that his Oregon Ducks held back a little something, which is Uh something you can do in college football when you're playing a patsy, is not show everything. Obviously, you can't do that in pro football, even against Uh the Lions or Texans. Iowa State maybe did the same thing. They thought they had a gimme. They barely survived against Northern Iowa, but... Now maybe they unfurl what they really got going on. I say take the Cyclones at home. I'm with you. I like Iowa State. I like Oregon. I thought uh,
1: Ohio State is in big trouble if that kid Abraham doesn't go down for the season. Uh, they scored a defensive touchdown. I get it. They had one twenty-three in a row at home, but that's going to be tough for the Oregon to pull off the upset. But it could be like a 30 to 20 game. I couldn't believe that spread when I saw it. I think it should have been 10, 10 and a half. But the baking in the uh, home Field advantage and the fact that Oregon didn't look great, needed the whole four quarters to beat Fresno State. But uh,
0: I like those two as well. Uh oh well, all right Pitt funny. Tennessee, Sal. That, and then we complete the we complete all the interesting games of college football this weekend. I'll Hail to Tennessee. Pitt. Come on, get the 2 and 0. That'll guarantee X guaranteed before the season started that the that's Pitt true. Panthers will go over 7. If they get to 2 and 0 here, they definitely are going shape. over 7. But even if they lose, I I Hey, speaking
1: get over there. 7. Um Spaghetti claims he was over 7 years old and he he
0: uh, right. I take, guess he would have take, been nine. So he yeah, takes right.
1: issue with the fact that you're discounting him from this. No, I,
0: I, you're number. right. I was doing the math as I was saying that. Yeah, he would have been nine years old. So you remember it, Spaghetti. And you're in New York. So um Quite vividly. You know. Yeah, I was I was I heard it uh, and my father worked downtown Manhattan and they told this in the weirdest way when I was in school. So that was uh, one of the scarier days. So definitely yeah. do remember that I was not I was fully aware of what was going on. That day wow sucked. yeah that was a different le- level for you sal for spaghetti for meatballs i assume and everybody like yeah one thing at least was in my brain was i don't know anyone in new york but how awful if you don't know what's going on if you know a family or whatever yeah. well obviously it doesn't compare
1: buildings. to being there actually being there sure. having family members there but there was a sense of guilt for those of us uh, transplants who've moved away from new york and hmm. stuff like that but i'm not going to put myself up there with those who were really uh, affected but uh Shitty day. Great day though. If you listen to minus three, you listen to Lemon Pepper Parlay with TJ Hushmanzada and Martin Weiss, who will be joining us on uh he's gonna be joining us next week on Extra Points. He swears he'll he'll be awake and uh that'll be a fun addition, right, Shaq?
0: I, I I think it will be. I'm looking <laughs> okay. forward to, to speaking with him. I was trying to think of an off-color remark I could make uh, that involves spaghetti and his significant other, but I'll I'll, I'll let it lay. Uh, Maybe I'll come up with a good one over the weekend, and I'll yeah, come
1: I'll, out. after we're done recording, come up with it.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Against the
1: odds, we break down the five big games uh, this week. Listen to that as well. And just a reminder to everyone out there, even though you may feel like an underdog, please, please remember, you're all my favorites.